You're listening to Let's go. the Second Opinion Podcast. Second Opinion on what? I think we should get a second opinion. Where all things gaming are on our mind all the time. That's all I can think about. Just like the name says, we might have some different opinions. So get yelling, laughing, crying, and of course some very opinionated gamers. Here are your hosts, Celeb, Bolt, and TJ. I hated it. Oh, it was ridiculous, bro. It was ridiculous. Schnarf. 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 Thundercats, though, was the fucking it shit, was, though. man. Lino. Thundercats. Thundercats. Ho! Texas sword. <laughs> I know, right? Thundercats, fuck you. <laughs> Have you seen, like, the new animated version? Uh, of it? Uh-uh. Nope, we're not talking about that. Why? You talking about the like the cartoon fucked up stupid version for Cartoon Network? I think so, yeah. Oh, bro, I, I like it. <laughs> you know I did, bro. Like whenever they first announced it, they were like, "It's gonna look like every other fucking stupid cartoon out right. nowadays." Yeah, bro, I was. It was like Thundercats something. I can't even remember. And I, I saw it, and I was just like, "Why? Why?" You know what cartoon I wish they would bring back? What reboot? Oh my god! Yeah, but they but this is the thing. Uh, Just what? do me a favor after Uh-oh. the podcast, <laughs> go go and put reboot like 2019, and you're gonna be so fucking mad. What? Because they brought it back as like a live action Netflix no, series. No, they didn't. Yes, they did, and it was fucking stupid. Oh, oh man, reboot back in the day was oh, the shit. Had two of the best enemies of all time. Oh my oh, god, what bro. was his name? Bro, uh, I don't even know. Come I mean, on, man. It doesn't even. Anyways, matter. yes, reboot was fucking awesome, but they brought it back as some dumbass like kids show. Oh, bro. I was so mad. I'm like, how could you call this reboot? Uh, um, it did not get the right reboot. Let's no, it did not. Uh, anyways, guys, welcome. Episode 303 of the Second Opinion Podcast is happening right now. Only a couple days after episode 302. Because, you know, we're trying to crank out content for you guys. That's it. So we had that one centralized episode talking about last generation. You should definitely check it out now on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Cinelinks, and many other podcasting websites. Also, um, with that episode, we didn't really talk about a lot of like heavy issues outside of just the PS4, Xbox One, and Wii U. So on this episode, we're going to talk about some stuff that just recently got announced, um, and uh, we're going to kind of skip around some things. So since that episode was so close, we're not really going to talk about what we've been gaming. Um, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. Bolts is still playing Ori of the Wisp, yep. um, and I'm still playing uh, Plunder. Every day. Hair plunder. Hair <laughs> And Among Us. Perish <laughs> black. <laughs> um, but I'm also um, just excited for the podcast. That's it, man. Um, so I did not have this in the news, but I did want to just mention this. Um, tomorrow, uh, NetherRealm Studios is hosting a Mortal Kombat reveal for their next combat pack and um it's looking to be uh possibly centralized around what some of the leakers said it was going to be um and robin williams as the genie (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh god uh he gets on there he's like (laughs) never had a friend like me yeah exactly (laughs) that's from uh oh god mrs doubtfire um anyways but uh What's great about that is some data miners um, in on September 30th, uh, there was an update and they started looking into the code and supposedly from what they're saying, it says it clear as day that the next characters are going to be Ram- Rambo, Rain, and Melina. So, Ram- like Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester Stallone Rambo. Why? Because, I think because Terminator and also, you know, First Blood, or uh, Last Blood and all that. But the trailer shows a Tarkatan running through uh, a wooded area. It looks literally just like the woods from First Blood. Look, look, I, I want them to put some like martial artist in there, like like I, the transporter. Or, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want something like that. Oh. I'm just I'm excited about it because you know it's Mortal Kombat. I'm always excited when they announce new characters. But also, I'm excited because if it is true. That those other two characters are coming, Rain and Melina, they are characters that have been like 
Oh my god, bro! You, Ed Boone cannot post a tweet. He would literally post a tweet and be like, "Man, the cereal is good," and somebody would tweet back and be like, "I bet you'd be better if Melina was added." Yeah. You no, know, it's always Melina, Melina, Melina. Yeah. She's one of the like best characters in the series. Rain is one of the most underrated characters in the series. Um, but at the same time, it's just like fucking shit. Like I think he possibly planned on bringing her back but who knows really we don't know for sure until tomorrow it's 8 a.m is when this is going to be uh announced so i'm excited to see who the characters are but with that said we're going to get right down into this episode and start talking about some crazy news so in segment one playstation 5 breakdown video has been released and ps5 users will be getting some super speeds on their console uh, <laughs> So I'm I'm very excited for this, and if it if it really does add the speed they're saying it's going to, it's going to be really awesome. So in this breakdown video, it was literally a full tear apart of the PlayStation Five. One thing that was confirmed um, in the ideology of what me and Bolts have been stating, uh, Sony had actually said that this is going to be the most customizable uh, PlayStation in a long time, and they talked about themes. They actually said, you know, somebody was like, what about special edition PlayStation 5s? And they were like, it's going to be the craziest um, special edition consoles you've seen on the market. It it, it fucking better be, man. So with that, though, one thing that me and Bolts always really liked about the Xbox 360 is the fact that you can replace the face plates. Oh, the original 360? Yeah, so like GameStop would have a thing. It's like pre-order this game and get the custom Call of Duty face paint or face plate or whatever. I think the big thing was like when Madden came out that year, you were like, oh, you get a Green Bay Packers. Yeah, you can get a team. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I had like 12 of those bad boys. It was really cool. I mean, it was a very small feature, but it was really cool. But this is a really large feature because (laughs) it is a huge part of the PlayStation. It's just the outer white protection for the console so um he literally put like pushed up the back corner of the faceplate and then pulled it and it just popped off i mean extremely easy was it a faceplate or a side piece no it was like a full top piece so he took that part off and he took the bottom plate off so they're both replaceable gotcha so he took both of those off very easy so i definitely think that we are going to see some custom ones come out and then, of course, Xbox Pope on Twitter, who's done like a million custom plates uh-huh. with like cyberpunk and all right, this other right. stuff. He was like, let's get to work when he saw that. I mean, bro, that would be awesome. What's for- cool is that you'll be, you'll be able to like actually take if, if you're able to take those off, send them off and get them like professionally done. Oh, and then brought yeah, back. bro. That would be great. Yep. Um, but when that happened, when he took that plate off, they actually showed the. Um, the little area that you're able to insert a like custom expandable um, S drive. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. So okay. Um, the good thing about it is that there's a lot of uh, ones available now. You know, ease of use is a big thing for consumers nowadays too. So there was a lot of people on Twitter was like, yeah, you got to take that plate off and then unscrew this thing to get down in that. But oh, Xbox, you just, up. you know, you, Xbox, you just plug it into the back. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, you did, you did the same thing with PlayStations before you would have to unscrew it and then put the, put people the stuff. irritate the shit. God, bro. It's a fact <laughs> of, it's like, bro, you have, you, you have the ability to customize the size of your hard drive. That is a fucking huge thing. Uh, most of the times on like previous systems, we didn't even get that. No. So how about we just say fucking great? That's cool. I was just say that was on, on the 360. That was part of the greatest thing that with that detachable yeah. hard drive you could oh, do. Oh yeah, bro. PlayStation, you had to get like a, a like an exact laptop hard drive. Exactly. And then, like, you yeah. Know. Um. So, you know, at the same time, like if you didn't want to do that, I'm sure it would be easy to just get a expandable hard drive and plug it into That's the front of the fucking console, dude. Make sure you format it and all that wonderful Yes. Mess. So, um, with this breakdown, as I said, we were supposedly, uh, well, not supposedly, we were shown the possibilities of this console and what it's going to mean for its users. So, um, what's great about this is that not only are we going to be able to get um expandable hard drives but we're getting usb ports that are going to do some really really good uh, and really really fast capabilities like it's going to have a lot of stuff that is going to be accessible for for gamers that is going to speed up your gaming so much 
So with this breakdown, this is from VG247. It says Sony officially showed off the breakdown of their console. Uh, for one, the video revealed that the PlayStation 5 is equipped with Wi-Fi 6 wireless antenna. The Wi-Fi 6 um, is uh, the advantages to Wi-Fi 6 allows a, uh, the router to manage more wireless devices more efficiently, maintaining faster speeds more consistently uh, across all of them. In other words, the speed isn't so much Wi-Fi 6's biggest advantage over Wi-Fi 5. It's how it allows the router to deal with demanding traffic on the console. Um, the teardown also confirmed that the PS5 has various USB ports, USB-C on the front as well as two USB-A ports on the back, um, and they're all super speed rated capable of speeds up to 10 gigabits. Um, the only standard speed USB port uh, is the USB port A on the front, uh, the, the little small black one. Right, right. By comparison, Xbox Series X slash S only has Wi-Fi 5 chip, which is an older current generation model. Likewise, Xbox Series X consoles don't come with USB-C, and their USB-A ports all run the default 5 gigabits data rate. Um, so what this means is that, like, first off, the Wi-Fi will be able to um, be properly used at a quicker um, span than what it was previously, of right. course, on PS4. USBs are going to be able to process things faster than what they have been before. So if you're transferring data or you're just charging something, USB Type-C, as Bolts knows with the phone that he has and the phone that I have, USB Type-C is way faster oh, than previous USBs. It's like, yeah, charge! It's super, super fast. So that's really, really awesome. Now, with that said, Bolts... That's what um, I use for my rabbit. I, <laughs> I don't think anybody is going to go out and buy the PS5 just because of this. No. But no. what do you think about these? You know, this is the type of technology we expected to oh, see. Absolutely, absolutely. And and uh, just going back to the... You saying the Xbox is still using this, this, and this. Kind of disappointing. But like you said, the USB ports are basically there to transfer information. Um, possibly, like you said, faster chargers, um, so on and so forth. Uh, the Wi-Fi is a big thing, I think. Um, that 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 quick speed connect and go and go and go, and able to control the traffic and whatnot so much yeah. better. I think that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. So so it, congrats. It is. Yeah, and, and I think that the Wi-Fi six is a big deal because, like what Bolt said, it, it's going to be able to multitask. Exactly. You know, so if if you have something that is connected, you know, outside of just like your router connected to it, and you have something else connected to it via Wi-Fi or whatever. It's going to be able to focus on multiple different things at the same exact time, and it's not going to slow down the Wi-Fi speed that's connected to the console. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, kind of goes with what the USB thing is. It's like the transfer of data in general is just going to be way faster than what it was on PS4. Um, but my thing is this. like, This is really cool. I'm glad they did this breakdown. I do have one. I really, I, I do. I, I'm glad that they they broke it down so you could so you could see what is actually the components yeah. and what is going on. With um, the now, PS5. one thing that we did see also in there as well, and I forgot to mention this, um, the teardown was really crazy because they showed off um, the drive and the motherboard and all this other stuff, but they also showed off. Um, I have to get it on here real quick. All right, I just had to pull it up. I had the list on my phone, and then I couldn't find it. All right, so um, the fan is a 120-millimeter uh, fan, uh, and it's 44-millimeter thick, double-sided, uh, with a double-sided intake. So that means, fan, <laughs> <laughs> that means the fan That means the fan can cool the system down from both sides of the console. Yes. Um, also... Liquid metal is confirmed on the PS5 to help with heating, uh, to help cool. So, like the Terminator? The Terminator, yes. The T-1000 <laughs> is in there. Um, they're moving around. I like, actually bro, saw someone tweet that shit. out earlier. They were like, bro, I'm really glad Sony confirmed that the T-1000 is in, <laughs> is in the PS5. He's like powered on his head, like morphs out of the side of the... He's like... <laughs> yeah. They're like, what's going on? So, one thing that was good about the PS3 is that it had really good heat pipes mm -hmm. in it. And uh, the the massive... It, it was revealed that the it has a massive heat sink in there as well which is going to be really, really good. Vapor chambers as well. There's uh, there's two dust catchers 
um, and then a 350 watt uh, power supply. You know, you know. Speaking, of, I, I hate to completely interrupt okay. you. The good thing about being able to take off the top and the bottom and whatnot, you'd be mm-hmm. able to dust out and clean out your system too. Exactly, like very, very easily. So, um, it, it's it's really really cool. The the what's crazy too is that the heatsink. You can see from this picture right here, bolts that the heatsink on. On the PS5 is huge. Damn, bro. I mean, it's gigantic. It looks like, yeah. Um, and so it, it takes up there, and this, there's the liquid metal that's in there as well for the Damn for T-1000. the cooling. Um, and then that's the fan right there, bro. The fan is massive. So Sony did announce uh, as well uh, around the time of this teardown that the reason why they did what they did with this console is that they wanted to make it a next gen experience. Um, not just in the aspect of graphics, but in the aspect of like comfortability. Absolutely. So like they, they wanted they, something that's faster, but that's also like twenty times quieter than the previous console. Absolutely. So, and, and and they're doing their work, bro. I think they are too, man. I think it's gonna be a really great console and it just shows that a lot of it just shows that a lot of um, a lot of love and care has gone into really both of these consoles. Now, the one thing that I do not like is you know, the fandom has already taken oh, taken damn. to this. Um, we see, I, I, I see it from not just fans, but I also see it from companies. And you, you guys know how I've always hated this. But like, for instance, Xbox a couple of days ago tweeted out and says, make love, not console wars. And I was like, awesome. That was really cool of them to put that out. But then Xbox UK po- posted today. They were like, here's how you stand your, co- here's how you lay your console down. And it was like a stand up, and then it showed the console on its side. And I, th- it was basically a, a tweet that was kind of like, you know, shots at Sony for how big their console was. That if you want to lay it down, you have to, you know, get the stand. Undo the thing and then put it on the back of it and then lay it down. So, you know, so exactly. So I was like, okay. So, but then I'm also seeing stuff like this. Um, PS5 teardown video has 1.3 million views and only after four hours. Comparison, Digital Foundry's Xbox Series X teardown video only has 344,000 views after six months. Yes, it has that because... Xbox has been more transparent, mm-hmm. okay? So for months, we have seen Xbox Series S and X advertised. Whenever the S was leaked and announced, everyone knew about it. They're sending consoles out to everybody, whatever else. And as irritating as it is to me, Sony obviously knows what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because Sony is like, let's not do that. Let's let's completely isolate everyone on what's going on with the console and slowly release these videos because they know that the the hits on it are going to be ridiculous. Yeah. So anything like if they're like, here is the back of the PlayStation Four controller zoomed up to a thousand, and they post a video like that, it's going to be one point five million views in an hour. Yeah. You know, because everybody's like, oh, we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so of course it is, man. I mean, come on. But everyone just needs to relax and chill and realize that, yes, this console is going to be awesome. Yes, the Xbox Series X is going to be awesome. But they're two different consoles. They're very similar. But very different. But very different. And they have very different fans. So let's just relax. And let's just be uh, thankful that we can even do what we do and play some of the stuff that we play. Um I will say this to Shinobi on Twitter is an industry insider. And he said some of the full details concept and development of the PS five just uh, started in 2015, heavy emphasis on cooling and noise reduction, liquid metal cooled CPU. Two years of research is, is what it took to get this completed built in dust collector holds for quick cleaning. So, and I think that is a really big thing. Like before I was just like, whatever, you know, but it's a big thing to have those those two little ports where you can really clean out your system oh, I, a lot yeah. easier. Of course. Yeah, because man, because there ain't, man, there's so much house dust that gets sucked up in those fans. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. But um, if you ever open up a PC, you'll find out. Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's like Dara's PS4. It just sits on top of her dresser in there, and like I was getting some stuff down and looked in the side of it, and I was like, holy shit. 
Like there's dust all kinds of built up in that. But here's a picture I tweeted out earlier. And I was like, God damn, that console's big. <laughs> Somebody like in, in, enlarged the PS5 to make it look like about the size of a refrigerator. But anyway, so with that said, talking about these new consoles, uh, on a previous episode, we've talked about this as well. And um, and I, I still still think eventually one day we'll see it. Phil Spencer wants xCloud on consoles. Will we see this on PS5 and Nintendo Switch? Ooh. So uh, on VG247, they did a recent article about xCloud um, and how great of a service it is for phones. Um, so it says right here, uh, well, it turns out that... Uh, it's just a matter of priorities for Microsoft. Head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, answered this very question on Twitter the other day. Um, this guy tweeted out to him and said, Hey, Aaron Greenberg and Phil Spencer, any chance this could happen at some point in time? Uh, originally, a guy named Ben Gilbert said, I'm writing about Xbox Game Pass, and I can't stop thinking, why doesn't Xbox Game Pass have streaming on consoles and PCs so people could use the service to demo games instead of having to download them? Phil Spencer tweeted back and said, yes, we want to do this. It is in a long list of really cool things the xCloud team is working on just a bit further down the road. But we want console and PC players to be able to browse as easy as mobile players are. Uh, it's a good Game Pass feature. So, they're of course, they're mainly talking about PC uh, and Xbox. But I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you. Phil Spencer is fucking smart. Oh, yeah. So if there was a possible way of... Let's just push PS5 out of the window right now. If there was a possible way to bring these games on Switch, bring Xbox, you know, X Cloud to, to, to Nintendo Switch, of course he would do it. Fucking it wouldn't be yeah. a question. If Sony went to him tomorrow and said, listen, man, we're tired of all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. We want to have X Cloud on PlayStation. Boy, he it would be a yes. They couldn't sign a contract fast enough, yes, bro. Yes, it would be a no questions <laughs> asked. Yes, okay, no problem. And then, guess what? We would just be able to play games and not worry about all this fucking bullshit. Console bullshit. Console bullshit that's in the, in the world nowadays. It's ridiculous. Um, but this is the thing. I think that... There's a possibility this is never going to happen for PlayStation 5 and Nintendo Switch. Um, because I, my mind is split. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure you can agree with me on this, Bolt. My mind is split. Does does Xbox say you have to subscribe to the service? You have to only play games on Xbox products, phones, PC, whatever. But <clears throat> I still think that Phil Spencer is the type of guy that, like, of course... If, if the challenge was brought to him and then Sony was like, we really want to have Xbox Game Pass on PS4 or a PS5, then he would, no, no questions asked, do it. So, Bolts, give me your thoughts on this, bro. You know, the, the Xbox Game Pass is, is such a great, great thing. Um, if, if the opportunity, like I said, like you said, presents itself to put on whatever in the world that he can put it on, the Switch, PlayStation, whatever... Here and there, 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 he will do it. There, I mean, there, 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 there. I'm there. just saying, he will do it. It's it makes too much sense, and and as far as like like uh, money wise, it makes entirely too much sense. And and like Phil Spencer says, he he's not the, the he, he's getting to the point. I mean, at Xbox themselves are getting to the point where they're coming back to the gamer, to the consumers, to, to the gamers. They bought all these companies and they want to produce games and they want for their 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 fans to have games to play. And they want they want other people or other people who don't have an Xbox to also to to play their games. Yeah. So if, if they can put this stuff on the Switch, on the PlayStation, Phil Spencer would do it in a heartbeat and it would be probably the the the, the greatest thing to happen to game. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I think it would be one of the greatest things to happen in, in games in a long time. Especially since the numbers just got released that just in 2020, through Xbox, uh, well, I don't know if it was just through Xbox or Xbox Game Pass, but a total of 1.6 billion hours have been played on just Xbox Game Studio games. Mm -hmm. Just in 2020. That's crazy. That, that means that the significant spike in Game Pass users 
to 15 million users is working. So they're they're making revenue. They're expanding the Xbox Game Pass service. So of course, if there's a possible way that that Xbox and Phil Spencer and them could could bring this to other consoles, then they would do it. You know, and and as as weird as it is to think of an Xbox centric app being available on a PlayStation, I think X. Let's say it like this: I think Xbox would be more in tune to try this compared to PlayStation. Oh fuck yeah! They were like, "Hey, let's put this on there." PlayStation would be like, "No, nah, we're good. No, we're good." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can see him doing that, bro. But you know, I really wanted to talk about this topic because you and me have brought this up so many times of like how great the Game Pass service is and how XCloud really works well. Yes. Um, and I just, I don't know, man. Like, I want, I want, I, I just want the silliness to cease. I want the complaining and griping. And yelling matches that I see on Twitter every single day about console wars cease. You know, like uh, you know Tony that was uh, the from <laughs> from the Throwdown show, Tony Palancho. Um, we had his audio on 301, and he actually had stated this on Twitter. He's like, "Fucking great! Now we're gonna hear about how one console can deal with dust better than the other." You know, and it's true, man. Like that's what we're gonna fucking hear now. It's like everybody's gonna be like, "Well, look at the fucking holes on the PS5." You know, they don't have holes like that on PS or on fucking can you Xbox. Stick your dick in the Xbox? <laughs> Wesley can. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so I don't know, man. I just think that that everybody just needs to fucking chill about that bullshit with console wars, man. I've been we've been dealing with it. Me and Bolts and everybody that's our age have been dealing with it for fucking thirty years now. Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, with that said, we're going to go ahead, and as I said, this is going to be a, a quicker episode, kind of just mainly focusing on some of, some of the greatest stuff that we've heard recently, so it's not going to be some two-hour episode, so get off your high horse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Constantine Films has announced that it is working on a new Resident Evil film adaptation that faithfully ties in to the game's franchise according to deadline resident evil uh will this new resident evil film will be set in 1998 on the faithful night uh that occurred in raccoon city uh the film will be helmed by director jonas roberts and some main characters have been cast um some people from maze runner ant-man blah 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 they haven't been announced of exactly who they're going to play um, but these characters will be faithful to the franchise. With this movie, I really wanted to go back to the origins of the first two games and recreate the terif- terrifying visceral experience I had when I played uh, back in the 90s. Um, and blah, 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 blah. Grounded human story about a small, t- uh, small town in America dying that feels both relatable and relevant to today's audience, Robert said. Uh, after dozens of games, six live-action movies, and hundreds of pages of fan fiction, we felt compelled to return to the year 1998 and explore the secrets hidden in the walls of Spencer's mansion in Raccoon City. Um, so uh, Robert Colzer had said this, and I think he is one of the producers, um, or he's a franchise producer. So uh, last month, Capcom also announced that they are making a new CGI show based on Resident Evil that will be streaming on Netflix, uh, on Netflix during 2021. So this is really huge, bro. I mean, huge. I've always, they're, they're kind of goofy at times, but I've always really liked Mila uh, Jovovich's Resident Evil film. As cheesy as they are. I've really, as cheesy as they are. <laughs> I've really liked them. I've really, really liked them. But one thing that I did always want, especially as years progressed, is more of a connection to the games. Absolutely. You know? I can understand that 100%. Yeah. Uh, so are you excited for this? Um, absolutely. Um, some of the some of the actors and actresses they've, they've they've assigned to these characters, I'm really really excited to see how it plays off. Mm-hmm. And if it and if they're going back to 1998, um, and and it's actually going to be a mansion with puzzles and stuff like that, just like the original game. I'm really excited about find that. the keys. Hell yeah, find bro. all that shit. Have the dogs chasing after you. Um, it's pretty fucking great to be honest with you. Yeah, and I bro. think this news is. Uh, this news is pretty exciting for anybody, not just you know gamers, but if you're just a horror fan or whatever else. The fact that they're wanting to bring 
that visceral zombie experience. Yeah, dude. You know, that that real kind of gritty, something that you could connect to is kind of what we need right now. Especially since all these fucking movies keep getting moved off. Right now. Fucking Bond, one of the fucking films I was really excited for this year, got pushed off three times. And then the third time, they were like, well, we're pushing off till 2021. And then, bro, did you did you even hear that they're talking about pushing Robert Pattinson's Batman until 2022? And some of these other films are getting pushed back to 2023. Dune was supposed to release in October this year, and it got pushed back to October of next year now. Yep. Just the other day. And it's all going to go straight to the streaming devices. This is what's dumb, bro. It we talked about this off. in the Cinelinks chat. Why, why would they think that it would not be better... Instead of pushing these films off by years, you could literally get the same exact money. If not more, since you're cutting out the middleman of a theater, if you released it on video on demand. I hate it. It makes no sense. I, I'm going to charge $29 like they did with fucking Mulan. Ugh. I would ch- I, listen, bro. If they came out and they were like, the new Bond movie is coming out next month, it's 29 bucks to rent. I would do it, no question, bro. Not even a question in my see, mind. See, see, I wouldn't because it's still I, because my ticket would still be cheaper at a movie theater. Yes, but you're, we're looking at it in the mindset that we live in a town that the movie theater tickets are only eight dollars. Probably at least I would say at least seventy to eighty percent of movie theaters in the United States now charge at least twelve to, to fifteen dollars a ticket. Okay. And in New York, I mean, they fucking charge out the ass. Well, They're like, yeah. well, what do you have to trade? <laughs> <laughs> Give us your child. Not enough cash, stranger. <laughs> Give us your child, and you can go sit down for an hour and watch the movie. Um, it's it's crazy though, bro. Because like, oh my god, dude, it's so irritating to me that we had this system set up at the beginning of the year when COVID first really hit. They were like, you know, PlayStation Theater happened and Voodoo Theater happened and all this other shit. Watch these movies that are supposed to be in theaters right now in your household. But now it's like few and far between because all the fucking movies are getting pushed off by the mega industry. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for instance, I had my little movie night with Amara the other night. I wanted to sit down and watch the new SpongeBob movie with her because I know she, like, when she saw the trailer, she was really excited to see it. So, of course, we didn't get to do that because it's not available at all. Like, there's nowhere that it's available. It came out in August, August 6th. Of course, I didn't have internet, so we couldn't do it. But it came out August 6th, and I think it was available on video demand for like a week, and then it's gone. So we just watched Home. Uh, Dara likes it, I did. <laughs> but I don't know, bro. I th- I mean, I know you agree with me, but at the same time, it's just... It's just fucking irritating, dude. Uh, because, yeah, me personally, I don't understand why they keep pushing them off. Because if it's either you, in all reality, you keep pushing them off, then the then the weight of the movie theater will be gone for sure. It will be. Uh, with that said, Regal Theater just announced yeah. that they're shutting down <clears throat> completely. Yeah, they're so, closing every one of their theaters. Yeah. So it, and and it breaks my heart because I'm a bit because I, I am I am a movie goer. I yes. am a movie. I go every Thursday and I I used to watch all the new ones come out. Is ours still open? Yes. I don't know what the fuck they're showing. Old shit. I wanted to go see Empire Strikes Back on the week of the 40th anniversary. Yeah. But. You know, y'all weren't available. Who? You and TJ. Why? I think you said you had plans. I don't remember. Yeah. Of course you don't. Anyways, but I agree. I mean, you know, it's cool to see it in my house. But at the same time, the the at like the, the atmosphere, man, the yes. big ass screen and the music and the surround sound. And then, oh, fucking I love it. I'm Bro, and then like going to somewhere, even if you don't really like these places, going to somewhere like Studio Movie Grill is fucking great. It is. Or Alamo Draft House. Being able to go and sit down and order this fucking really good food and order alcohol and desserts and all this shit. And, and enjoy and your fucking movie. Enjoy your movie. And Man, yeah, God, I'm, bro. I'm you remember it, whenever you, me, and Bolts went, or you, me, and TJ went and saw Joker? Yeah, dude. That was hilarious, bro. We were cracking up, man. It was, it was just, it was good times, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm gonna miss it as well, but I don't know, man. I think the, the way of the theater may possibly be gone because of all this shit, so. You know, I, I think, I think theaters like this uh, studio movie grill will be able to stay open because of the food and drink aspect. Yeah, true. That's so. true. Um, I don't know exactly if they're still open or not now but i think they are they are but um i don't know i really don't 
But moving on to the next topic, Sony has changed up its trophy system and it is rolling out officially today. This is via VG247. Sony's trophy enhancement is coming with new leveling, uh, leveling structures and more. Changes today to the system are coming and uh, this is a pretty big increase when it comes down to trophy level range. The trophy level range right now is 1 to 100 and it is moving to 1 to 900 and 9900, which is really awesome. So you'll be able to, your level range and uh, the amount of trophies and stuff that you take away will, will increase by almost uh, almost 800 to 900, whatever. Uh, it says, following the update, you'll find your trophy levels will automatically be remapped to a new level, uh, new level based on what you have currently earned. Uh, an example offered, offered, oh my gosh, an example offered was that if you have a trophy level of 12, your new level will jump to somewhere around in the low 200s. Um, the exact level will depend on the number and grades of trophies that you have acquired. Um, another big takeaway from this new level calculation structure, uh, which more optimized is more optimized now and rewarding here. You will find the ability of progression. Uh, these levels will also increase more consistently while platinum trophies will count more towards your level progression. It says, New level, uh, new trophy level icons have been updated uh, for the PS5 as well as the PlayStation app at a later date. Currently, the trophy icons will, uh, is just a singular gold star, but Sony will add a few uh, varieties. So it says if you're level 1 to 299, you'll have the bronze. Uh, level 300 to 599, you'll have silver. Level 600 to 989, you'll have gold. And if you're at level 999, you'll have platinum. The icons will also have a subtle distinction between each one of them, showing the difference in progressions. Sony also clarified uh, that all trophies earned on previous PlayStation games will come with you uh, come with you to the PlayStation 5 as well, so you won't have to start over on progression. So it's a small kind of upgrade but for people that are like you know trophy whores and stuff like that that's a really big thing look you know xbox 360 or xbox has had achievements for as long as i can remember and i pay zero attention to that shit you know um it has no bearing of anything in my life. Zero. Well, I think you and me, like, there's only so many games that we really do trophy hunting for. Um, and it's not even that. It's for like achievement hunting. Well, we'll say, well, I say it like this. Um, I think it was a couple years ago where I finally got all 1,533 gamer score achievement points for Mass Effect 2. Yeah. Um, is that an accomplishment? Well, yeah. Do I care? No. See, and that's kind of the way it is with me, though, too. Like, I don't care if I platinum a game. Now, Dara, on the other hand, like, when it comes down to Lego games, like, that's her goal. Like, yeah. she wants to platinum the Lego game 100%. I was really excited when I looked at the trophy um, percentage that I had on Ghost of Tsushima. I was mm -hmm. sitting at, like, 80%. And I was like, okay, I got to do the rest of the stuff so I can platinum it. Absolutely. I can, I can fully understand that. And see, yeah. and see, I played Mass Effect 2 so many times that I just gradually... Ended up getting all of the, you know, all the achievements. The last one I needed was to beat the game with all the DLC on Insanity, which was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my yeah. life. You were like, so, what was one of the trophies? Was it like make Talia die? Shut your mouth. Fucking <laughs> blasphemer. Bring Talia back to life. I'm like, wait a second, we can't do that. Fuck <laughs> you in your dick. I hate you so. Well, much. listen to me, guys. I, I mean. <laughs> I've said this on the podcast so many times, but if you're a new listener, this is a story that will go down in the history books. <laughs> <laughs> Bolts oh, had been you. playing Mass Effect. We were at the apartment, correct? Yes, yes. Um, it, was, it, was Mass, it was Mass Effect 3. You tell 3. the story, okay. yeah. It was Mass Effect 3, and of course, this is my first playthrough. And I don't. And do I any, just got home. I don't, I don't do any saves through my first playthrough of Mass Effect because I want the story however it happens, you know? Um, and so Tally is, has been my, was, yeah, Tally has been my, was my love interest in the second one. Um, just, just the whole mysterious, mysterious behind the mask and her people. And it's just one of those things that I was attracted to via the video game people. Sure. Don't get shit twisted. Sure. <laughs> Bolts is like, Hey, dusty. 
can you wear a mask for me and uh, you know maybe put on gloves that look like you have like three fingers? <laughs> look like she got chicken legs as she's walking. Hey, 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 hey! Thick is thick. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Um, the uh, uh, Mass Effect 3 is one of the most emotional roller coasters I've ever had because there's so many choices that you have to make and your choices lead to some of the most untimely deaths that you are not prepared for on any level. So, of course, the first playthrough, um, I'm, I'm playing through and so on and so forth. And, of course, you know, as, as you're making these choices, depending on you can you can... You can save people or you can let people die by hitting the trigger or whatever, so on and so forth. Well, it comes to the part where you basically have to decide, depending on what, how your Paragon and your Renegade and everything's been going, if you decide to either kill the Geth, save, save the Quarians, or they both live, or so on and so forth. Well, I'm just here playing through, and I'm choosing to, because I want the Geth, I want Legion with me to battle through, so on and so forth. Um... Because Legions was one of my favorite characters in the second one, by all means. Mm -hmm. It sucked that he was such a, a late addition. Was, you know, I'm just, he was a great character. Oh, my God. I wish I could have had him for, for all of my playthroughs. He was a really good character. Um, so, of course, T Tally's my girl. Always been my girl. I, lo I love her quirkiness. She's just she's that, t she's that character that I bonded to. Well, anyways, it comes to that decision, um, and Tally's like, she says her little phrase, and at this point, she takes off her mask, and I'm thinking I'm fixing to see her face. And she jumps off the cliff. <laughs> Listen. I was sitting on the couch, <laughs> I, and I she was... took her mask off and, like, drops it. And Bolts is like, oh, we're going to see her face. And then she jumps off the cliff. I'm in such shock and awe, I could hit my trigger fast enough. And I've learned that it doesn't matter if you hit the trigger fast enough during that playthrough, she dies. And... She dies, and I was completely and utterly stunned. I was so fucking pissed off. I was so mad. I turned off the game and didn't play it for like a week. Okay, y'all. Bolt stood up. He was like, "What?" And I was like, "I'm sitting there on the couch. I'm like, oh my god, she just jumped off the cliff." And we're just sitting there. And Bolt stands up. He's like, "Fuck this shit. Fuck this." Nuh uh And I was like, "Oh my god, bro, she's dead." Oh. And he looks down at me. He just turns the fucking Xbox off. He's like, "I gotta go do something." I, gotta I was so, oh, so fucking pissed. And whenever he says he's got to go do something, he had to go masturbate furiously. <laughs> he was like, "Why?" I was, so, I was so, such a horrible moment. In oh my, my life. god, bro. I just, I remember that. I will remember that till the day I die. Ugh. Like, good lord, I had I had to come in at that moment. I walked in. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? What are you playing? Like, Mass Effect Two. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what Mass part are you on? Mass Effect, Mass Effect Three. Was it Three? Yeah. I thought it was Two. Nope. When did Two come out? Two Two came out before Three. Really? <laughs> Duh. No, it was Three. I thought it was Two because no, in Two. No. 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 It was three. Just, just be like, okay, Bolt. Was Legion? I thought Legion was in two. Legion was in two, but Le Legion was also in three. All of the characters were. In but three. wasn't the main? But wasn't the main? Just, just. I know I'm, you've played I'm, it a million times. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm just listening. trying to I'm wrap listening. my head around it. I thought the main character, the main baddie in two, was the Geth, wasn't it? No, no. The main baddie in two was the Elusive Man and the Collectors. In the three, it was basically the Reapers and the Husk and, and all these creator and uh, creatures. I don't even know why I'm questioning this coming from you. <laughs> Anyways, it was crazy, dude. I was, uh, oh, man. Worse. Anyways, back to the whole trophy and achievement thing. Yeah. Like I said, th that's the only game I've ever fully completed. And the only reason I completed it is because by the time I got done playing through it, like my 27th time, I realized that the only one I had left was the insanity level. And it was by far one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Uh, multiple deaths, multiple pissed off moments. Um, and I completed and went on with my time. See, that, so. that's the thing with me. Like, I don't usually... Um, I don't usually look at this... Look at the trophy section and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this. I will say when I do play Lego games with Dara, I get excited because like she wants to she wants to get everything, you know. Exactly. Um, I, I tell you who is a gamer score whore, uh, whore and that is Austin, Austin Smith. Smith. I swear that kid probably has over 300,000 gamer points. I'm not really? even playing. And probably even more. I could be bullshitting, but I'm just saying. That dude right there, when he, when he plays something, man, yeah. look out because he's going to get every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> I don't know, bro. I just, it's not like the biggest thing to me, but when I do get close to it, I really try to achieve it. 
I didn't ever achieve the platinum on Assassin's Creed 2, but I was like at 87% on the trophies. And I was like, I got to that point and realized like I was going to have to go around and get the rest of the like flags yeah. or something like that. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Same thing with Batman Arkham Knight. I was very close to completing the achievements, but then I had like to get those last achievements. I had to do all the Riddler races and right. and all that stuff and get all the Riddlers. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh-uh, nope. I think the closest one, the second closest one I ever came to was Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll check on your gamer score. Uh, anyways, <laughs> right nowadays, that's what they do. Um, so with that being said, we're going to talk about our last topic today. And our last topic is something pretty cool, talking about a game that we were just talking about, and that's Ghost of Toshima. Ghost of Toshima Legends is coming October 16th, introducing online co-op and new games plus mode and more. So I'm very excited about this. I actually asked about this whenever I completed the game. I was like, man, they haven't really talked about a new game plus mode, and I really want to play back through it. And they announced in the recent trailer for version 1.1, this is coming to fruition, I'm very, very excited. It says this update brings the launch of uh, brings the launch of Ghost of Tsushima Legends, a brand new co-op multiplayer mode inspired by Japanese mythology, as well as exciting new updates and new game plus mode to our single player campaign. After you've downloaded version 1.1, you can visit the PlayStation Store from your PS4 and download the free unlock for Ghost of Tsushima Legends, which allows you to play. Um, you do have to have PlayStation. Uh, plus of course to play online but more information is uh in uh, about the incoming mode included the breakdown of various playable classes that can be found on the ghost of toshima's legends blog post and it states right here new updates are coming to the single player mode as well if you've already beaten ghost of toshima you'll find the option to re-embark on jen's journey in new games plus you'll keep all your techniques gear vanity items and more and you will have a higher difficulty that you can play in the game, which I am going to do now. Um, so, New Games Plus mode uh, also comes with I'm new so trophies to unlock. I'm jealous of y'all. I want to play this game so bad. Well, you no, should have kept no. your PS4. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I don't. You should have kept your PS4. No, I should have. Yeah, you should have kept it. No. Anyways, but what's really cool, though, is that this mode, this new mode, Legends, it's like co-op, and you are able to face off against a bunch of like mythological Japanese like creatures and demons and all this other stuff um and then as it said that you're gonna have new trophies unlocking these modes as well so since i did platinum the original game i i plan on diving back into this at least if i can at least unlock it before november then i will really really try but if i can't then it's whatever because i've made the decision to play uh to trade in my ps4 pro towards my uh, ps5 so I was originally, I was just going to keep it and just pay it off, but nah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know, man. I just think, I think these type of updates are really cool, man. And I think that, that over the next few years, I hope that we do see more games come to, uh, come after launch with with updates like this that give the the player more to play in those games. Absolutely. Um, one thing I will say, and I know Bolts disagrees with this, but like photo modes, like I know it's a listen, but you just got to think, man. As much as I share stuff constantly, I want photo I, modes I, in every I, game. I, I understand. So I just, there are two pet peeves of mine recently, a two remakes that I've been playing that do not have those photo modes, and that is Mafia Definitive Edition. There's no fucking photo mode in the game at all that's one of my pet peeves outside of the game feeling like it's literally on ps2 it's full-on control scheme of a playstation 2 um or ps3 um and another thing is tony hawk uh one plus two like there's no photo mode it that's one of those sports games that you would need a photo mode in you finally like get the trick that you wanted to uh, do it and like it would be so easy to just to like tap the right you know, doggle button or whatever else, and it fucking goes into photo mode, and you take a picture and share it. Like those, if I just feel like if you do a remake like that, it needs to have a photo mode, no question. Like that's one of the biggest points for Mafia is how beautiful the game is, because it's gorgeous. Playability, it ain't the best at all. Like it's really irritating when you're trying to sneak through a fucking house and you swing the door open like a fucking crackhead. It kills me, bro. <laughs> 
square. He's like crouched down. I'm like sneaking up on this guy. I walk up and I put like hold down square. And he's like, and like swings the door open. I'm like, come on. Like That's it's funny. so right, unrealistic. Right. But um, I just think those little little small things are needed for certain games sometimes. I know you disagree with me. I absolutely disagree. I think photo mode takes up sp- space and it time. It takes up no space. It takes up space and time. To, You're nuts. To where well, they could be focused on on a better. Well, you know game. what? I mean, they didn't have a photo mode in. Uh, no, never mind. Go I'm ahead. Not, nope. Go ahead, fucker. Nope, because everybody really liked that mode. And what what are you talking? I was going to say they didn't have a photo mode in Mass Effect Two, and they fucking added multiplayer to it. Yeah. And I fucking hated it. I hated the multiplayer on Mass Effect Two. Yeah, Mass Effect Three. Oh yeah, no, the, the yeah, I was gonna say no, the multiplayer was garbage. But why they? I mean, because 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 they figured after the game it would still have some playability, and it's fucking no. It's called DLC. Exactly, it's <laughs> called Mass Effect, one of the biggest single player cam- uh, stories of all time, and let's throw multiplayer. Fuck your dick, yeah. bro. I would have much you. rather had a, mo- uh, a photo mode. What? Same thing with a, a God of War Ascension. Uh, add a photo mode. Don't add a fucking multiplayer mode. There's a multiplayer on God of War. On a God of War Ascension, there was, and it really wasn't that bad. It was like you, you. It was like you and three other people that were on a team, and you were spawns of gods, and you had to like take down the other team while also taking uh, down certain monsters. It wasn't extremely successful. Apparently, <laughs> apparently not. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, guys, as I said, this is a quick hit episode. We're only like, I think the time wise is about an hour, but I really do hope you guys uh, tune into the next episode. We're going to be talking about more of the greatest news. I'm going to have my final thoughts on mafia. Um, and I'll also have my thoughts on the call of duty black ops, cold war open beta, which starts officially tomorrow for anyone that pre-ordered the game. Um, and I cannot wait to play it, and I hope you guys uh, play it as well so we can play together. Um, as I usually say at the beginning of the podcast, make sure to check us out at Cinelinks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators right over at Cinelinks. Also, if you're tired of having business cards, please make sure to check out Popple. It is such a great product. It is a great way of sharing. It's a, a little bit bigger than a quarter. You attach it to the back of your phone. You tap it to the top of an iPhone, middle of an Android. You share all your social profiles in just one tap. Use the code Second Opinion Pro and save 20% on your order. So thanks, guys, for listening to episode 303 of the Second Opinion Podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Peace.